Well, folks, you've been a good saver, socking away money in your 401k and IRA for years and years. Well, you got those tax breaks every year, too. It came off of your taxable income or you got to write it off on your income tax. Now you're getting close to retirement. It's time to defuse that that time bomb uh, as for distribution. So that and more is coming up on today's show. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Marty Neville heads up Smart Money Solutions, and he is available to talk to you about what would be the best strategies for you, because he does take a custom approach with his clients, and this is Financial Safari. Yeah, we're going to get through uh, all the, uh, really all the components as we do every week on this show and the moving parts of retirement planning. Marty heads up Smart Money Solutions. His book is Retirement Smart America. And I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins. Yeah, Marty, uh, it it can be considered like, I've heard it called a tax bomb that could come later. We've all been sort of conditioned to think in terms of tax deferred savings. And even until uh, Roth wasn't even available until... 1997 so it's likely you have a lot in tax deferred and we're going to look at how that can affect you later in retirement especially marty at the age of 72 what happens at that magical age we get older. Yeah, we do. We're happy to do that, right? We're older than when we were 71. Absolutely. Big difference, too. All of a sudden, you we're being told, oh, now you have to do something. Yes, you have to take those required minimum distributions from those IRAs and 401ks, 403bs, 457s, whatever you might have. You have to start taking those distributions and pay the tax on it. There, that mortgage is coming due at age 72, as they say. So um, you can take the, you know, you got to take those distributions, which is part of your income plan, which is where when I put together the plan, I obviously have to incorporate that into it. And that's going to be part of your total income stream that you're going to be anticipating and need to sustain yourself. So it's a, it's a, it's a double-edged sword of sorts. It's good and bad at the same time. Yes, you have to take those distributions and depending on how much is in there, uh, how much you have in, uh, saved and have, have accumulated in your IRAs, um, you know, it could be substantial and it's taxable as, as ordinary income. So uh, it, it's something that has to be dealt with. And that's why we put together these plans for you. So we can we can uh, look at what the situation is going to be going forward and know what to expect and, and basically plan for the eventuality and anticipate the tax liability and anticipate what your what your uh, income is going to be. So it's it's a good and a bad situation. Yeah, you yeah. Gotta, you yeah. got to take those you got to take those distributions. Uh, so that's a good problem to have. Well, it, it is a good problem to have. And um, looking at tax deferred accounts and the effect they can have not. Well, I guess you could call this a tax, too. I was going to say not really taxes, but Medicare premiums. How can they affect that? How, how is it determined what you pay in Medicare premiums? Well, Medicare Part B is, is basically they look at what your income is on your income tax return. And they determine what your income is. And that's how they, they determine how much you're going to pay in a premium on Medicare Part B. Unfortunately, I mean, for example, I mean, I, it's income-based, so I pay about $700 a month for my Medicare Part B. Mm-hmm. And it, again, it's income-based. So if, right. you have, if you have a higher income and uh, 
obviously your your distributions from your retirement accounts is going to be a part of that uh, income. That's how they determine how much your Medicare Part B premium is going to be. So the more you, the more income you have, the higher the premium. So again, it's a good problem to have. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know they they change the rules in the middle of the game with med- with Medicare premium, and you know the base is one hundred and seventy dollars. So that's the minimum that you're going to pay on your Medicare Part B. And I encourage people, if you don't, if you've been thinking about, well, you don't need Medicare Part B, think again. You do need Medicare Part B. It's really important. Don't skip that. Don't say, no, I don't want it. I'm covered with something else. You need Medicare Part B. Trust me. We can have a discussion about that, and I can explain all the details as far as why. There's not enough time on this show to talk about all the details as far as why you need Part B. But believe me, you want Part B. Yes, there's a premium. Yes, it's income-based, so it could be higher than the base of 170. But it's it's something you definitely want to have, and you definitely are going to need as far as your medical coverage going forward. Yeah, without B, it's kind of like you have a uh, a catastrophic only plan, somewhat, right? I mean, right, exactly. Yeah. Well, Medicare Part B covers the copays, deductibles, and in-office procedures. So, for example, I think I mentioned this before. Uh, I've had uh, I had a stress test done recently because I was I got my scuba diving certification, mm-hmm. and my doctor decided he wanted me to take a stress test to make sure I could handle all the pressures and everything. Of Good idea. The by the so, way, and, yeah, and I I. It wasn't that upset about it, but I had just taken a stress test a month earlier. Oh, really? But the, the stress test cost $7,500, which was done in the doctor's office. Well, I paid $29 because Medicare Part B picked up the rest. So because it was an in-office visit, it was yeah. an in-office procedure, Medicare, that's where Medicare Part B comes in. So it's really important that don't discount the fact that Medicare Part B and say you don't want it or don't need it. You do want it and you do need it. And you just have to pay that bill, unfortunately, but true. But it's well worth it uh, in paying Definitely. that. It's well worth it. Definitely. It'll pay for itself. Believe me, that's $7,500 yes. $7, for that stress test, uh, the, the $29 I paid, uh, that the, you know, it paid for itself. The, my whole year's premiums were paid for from that one test. You can't argue with that. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's something. And But that's actually something that makes the the planning process so comprehensive because these conversations you'll have with Marty and 888-519-9096 is how you can schedule with Marty 888-519-9096 and yeah I think we have been conditioned to think tax deferred I mean it is the right now benefit in saving for retirement but uh, explain if you would break down how the original secure act changed changed the game for inherited IRAs well, it used to be the, called the stretch IRA, which allowed you, if, if you inherited an IRA from your parents, you can stretch those those contra- those distributions to yourself for your entire lifetime. Well, Secure Act changed all that by uh, only allowing it to be a ten year payout. So, in other words, uh, if you inherited IRA from your folks, or if your kids inherit your IRA they're going to have to pay that out to themselves and distribute it to themselves within 10 years. Now, they have some options. They could take a little bit every year for 10 years. They could take it all at once up front. They could take a little bit now, a little bit later, and a little bit at the end. Or they can wait till the 10th year. So it depends on their tax situation, how they want to handle it. They have options. But the but the end of the day is they're going to have to distribute that and deplete that account 
that I, that inherited IRA they received within 10 years of your death, or you have to delete it 10 years of your parents' death, whichever, whichever way you want to look at it. It's got to be done within a 10-year period because the government wants the taxes. Yeah. So they so they eliminated the stretch IRA because the stretch IRA used to be multi-generational Hard to believe well. we ever had that in a way, yeah. you know? It's, yeah. yeah. Well, it's only been a couple of years since it's been gone. That's right. Yeah. It's it's uh, It used to be multi-generational also. The stretch IRA would be for you and your children. So if you inherited your parents' IRA, you could stretch that for your lifetime and then it would be inherited to your children and they could stretch it to their lifetime. Well, the government decided they didn't want to wait two lifetimes for the taxes. Right. So they uh, they shortened it up to uh, the whoever inherits it got 10 years to distribute it and pay the taxes on that money. Looking at uh, tax deferred accounts and at some point, yes, the tax man will come on knocking. But um, <laughs> in the meantime, I know you help clients because we talked about Roth earlier. It is available now. Uh, is it a delicate process in, if you're sh- if you're helping people shift their savings from pre-tax to Roth? Well, you know, it's a balancing act because, you know, you don't want to t- if you've got a half a million dollars, let's say, in your in your IRA or 401k, uh, your traditional IRA or 401k, it would probably not be in your best interest to roll all of that over at once mm-hmm. uh, to a Roth because of the tax consequence. You're going to lose, you know, 35 percent of it. So yeah. it just doesn't make any sense to do that. So I usually recommend, you know, let's look at what your taxes are. Give me your, you know, show me your tax return. Let's look at your situation. Let's see what bracket you're in. And let's either, you know, uh, do a uh, do a conversion of as much or enough to just barely bring you up to the next bracket or or so. But it, if it depends on what you, if you're working, it depends on how much your other income is. So if you're already in the highest tax bracket and you, you want to convert $100,000, you've just added $100,000 of taxable income to your to your uh, total income base. So it's, sometimes it doesn't make sense to do conversions. Uh, there's, there's no moratorium anymore. So it, sometimes it just doesn't make sense to do some conversions. But again, we have to look at each situation individually and, and custom tailor a way to do it where it's not going to put you into higher tax brackets or put a bigger tax burden on you. So it, it's it's really something that you have to take into consideration when we do a conversion. And I, I do a lot of conversions for people, but it's, 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 it's not going to be where it's going to put them in, in a different, a more uh, different tax bracket or make life more difficult for themselves. Tax strategies are a part of that process with Marty and as, as is building income in your retirement. But if you look at it, if you've got good proactive tax strategies and you're able to keep more of your money, not overpay, certainly, then you could really consider that income. But it does start with a, a very, very comprehensive review with Marty Neville that he makes available limited basis here on this show every week. Here's your chance to call in and get scheduled with Marty. And don't forget about HSAs, folks. If you have a high deductible medical plan at work and your company offers an HSA, contribute the maximum to triple the HSA. Triple tax That's benefit. A, it's a triple tax benefit. It's The contribution is tax deductible. Uh, it comes out tax. So, yes, it, it's not taxed when you distribute it, and it goes towards any medically related bill. So something to get, definitely uh, consider when you're uh, when you're doing all these plans, and that's something that we're going to sit down and have a discussion about. So yes, give me a call. My number is 
519-9096. And we can have a discussion about these, which way is the best way to go? Is it is it appropriate to do a conversion? Do you Does your company offer an HSA and should you be contributing maximum to that? Should you be contributing maximum to your 401k? Yes. Right. <laughs> so let's have a discussion and we could put together one of these plans for you, a guaranteed lifetime income plan. That'll show what how things are going to go. It's a it's a long term plan. It's a hundred year. It goes to age one hundred. So it's not some ten or fifteen year plan. Uh, I'm going to do this at no cost or no obligation. So give me a call today at 888-519-9096. You will hear my voice on the recording when you call. Just leave me a short message, and I will call you back this sometime this morning, and we'll set up a time to meet either on the phone or in person at the office. And we'll set up a we'll we'll set up a plan to to put these plans in place for you and, and get the ball rolling and to get the get that uh, that ball rolling downhill for you uh, to make things a real smooth transition into retirement. 888-519-9096. Keep in mind it, it is a limited opportunity based on Marty's schedule, but he does make it available on this show. So take advantage of it. No cost, no obligation. The best thing to do would be to go ahead and call in. 888-519-9096. If you leave your name and number, Marty himself will call you back at the end of the show. 888-519-9096. Quick break. Marty, what's up next? Well, you know, talk about planning. We, you know, we I have a lot of clients that daydream about retirement and what they're going to do and where they're going to go and who they're going to see and all the different things they want to do and that they've been putting off all these years. It's a nice dream, but you have to plan for it. When we come back, we're going to take a look at retirement regrets and how to avoid them and to start that plan. Financial Safari, we're back at it with Marty Neville, Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins here. Marty's firm is Smart Money Solutions. I want to tell you the name of his book, and you're just tuning in. You'll know what Marty does. His book is Retirement Smart America. How critical is it to have a retirement specialist helping you get there, helping you stay there? You don't want any regrets. You want to make sure you live in your retirement the way you really dreamed about, as Marty said just earlier. So we're going to take a look at, at some things that we you need to keep in mind, as Marty does for all of his clients, so that you can have a regret-free, enjoyable retirement and maintain that lifestyle you're accustomed to. And actually, we're looking at um, a Coventry Direct study and uh, and some data from Go Banking Rates, but from that um a lot of people indicated in that that they there was regret in not saving enough, obviously. I, I, I can definitely understand where they're coming from. No, no, I see it all the time, unfortunately, with clients I sit down with and they haven't saved enough and they're they're looking to retire in the next three to five years and and they don't they don't have enough to support themselves based on what they're used to and how their lifestyle is wants to be. So yeah, it's really it's unfortunate. Uh, and, you know, and limiting the risk that you're taking as well, you know, especially now, look what's happening and look what's happened in the past several months with the volatility we've been experiencing, you know, the market's up and then it's down and it's down and it's up and it's down and it's down more than it's up. We're, we're down, we're down 23% so mm -hmm. far, you know, year to date. So, 
it's it's you know it's it's important to make sure that your that your investments aren't doing poorly that your investments are making money at all times that's what i come in that's what i do as a retirement advisor i want to make sure that you're always making money you're never going backwards because it takes too long to recover you know you lose 10% it's got to go up 13 or 14% just to get back to even so it's it's really important to understand that and realize that that you know having your investments having a proper diversification doesn't necessarily mean being in the stock market right it means, no it means being in being in safe money strategies also to make sure that you're going to be that your money's going to be there for you when you're running your need it and want it at retirement yeah, and that bucketing strategy that we talk about on here and just properly allocated, well, which leads to this. Why is it more important now than ever if you want to have the retirement that you truly deserve to have some help with that professional help? Well, you know, it's just like it's just like professional athletes. You know, they all have a coach. You know, did Michael Jordan, you know, need a coach? Did he not know how to play the game of basketball? Of course he did. But he had a coach, had you know, a coach. Had somebody that somebody that was still there to, to you know, tell him, OK, you did this wrong. You did, you're doing this right. You know, everybody needs a coach. And it's the same thing with financial. I mean, I specialize in retirement. That's all I do, whether it's Social Security issues, Medicare issues, distributions from retirement accounts, estate planning, which is really important you know, tax planning. So everything related to retirement, that's what, you know, I'm your coach and that's really important to have a coach. All the, all your baseball players, hockey players, football players, they all have a coach. They know what to do. They know how to play their position, but they need a coach, you know, to help them, you know, navigate how, you know, what moves they should make. Where Another they should look do it, at it too. How they know? should do it. Exactly. Yeah. So the, the all different coaches, you know, that's what I am. I'm a coach. I'm, I'm there and I'm there and I'm not, I'm there for your rest of your life. So I'm there to, to put the plan in place, implement it and, and help make sure that it's operating properly going forward and that your income is sufficient to meet your needs with inflation built into your income. So that's what I'm going to do. The, the plan has inflationary pressures built in to the income. So I want your income to keep growing as you get older. And again, it's not a short term plan. It's a, it's a long term plan, but yes, having, having somebody there, uh, to guide you and to work with you and to and if you have questions you can contact me I have people that call me all day and I mean I have people that have called me I have these couple of clients hmm. they've been friends for a long time they call me one guy he calls me at midnight he called me at oh. you know 1230 one call before no we went on the air one time a couple of weeks ago <clears throat> exactly exactly <laughs> and I have no problem with that it's just you know that's that's what I'm here for I'm here to help you answer your questions if you're if you're concerned about something i'm here to help you know alleviate those concerns and and take the worry and the and the stress away yeah and in talking about making sure that you have no regrets in retirement or very few uh, it, it also it's important of course to have the right plan but even better if you if you start the process with marty even before you retire in that financial red zone, because he can help you look at the big picture and also tidy up some things that you can do while still working. Marty's available to be with you and that coach, that guide in your retirement planning, 888-519-9096, 888-519-9096. When we talk about maintaining the lifestyle uh, or that you want and dreamed of in retirement, you know, I think of, you know, going out to eat with friends and going on 
trips and vacations. But also there's another thing to consider that will, could come later in your retirement, and that's diminished capacity in some form and a need for some form of long-term care. Well, you want to make sure that you can get the best possible yeah, well, that comes with having an estate, a proper estate plan in place. Because an estate plan, a trust, a living trust, a family limited partnership, <clears throat> different kinds of estate plans, and I, I do them all. Uh, I have attorneys that work out of my office, and this is what they do. They, they prepare all these documents. My job is to make sure that it's done right, it's executed properly, it's witnessed, it's notarized, et cetera. Uh, but yes, uh, having having these documents in place, so if something does happen, you know, unfortunately, my mother had dementia, so she, you know, I was her power of attorney, so I made sure that her care was was taken care of and, and that she had the proper care. And and this is something that is it's important to plan in advance. You know, when when if you've already got dementia, it's too late. <laughs> yeah. Now, so so you've got to plan in advance, right. just like everything else. You've got to plan in advance, just like a vacation. You can't just go to the airport and say, "Gee, which plane should I get on today?" Hmm. You have to plan everything in advance. And the same thing with this. If you if you know if you're concerned about making sure that you're being going to be taken care of, whether it's long term care or other types of medical care having a living trust, having things spelled out and, and, and people named to, to that, that you want to make sure that your care is going to be done the way you want it is really important. You know, when you enter retirement, you're entering a new phase of your life, which certainly could be 30 plus years. It's a lot like getting married and you don't marry someone right on the, you, you meet them. Hi, nice to meet you. Let's get married. You know, there's that courting and dating period is it possible, <laughs> you know, Marty is wondering, where is he going with this? Is, <laughs> is it, yeah, <laughs> I, I think you'll like it. I think you'll like it. Is it possible to court or date your retirement? In other words, practice it to make sure you got everything right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, a lot of my clients, you know, they, they have a phased retirement. They'll start, they'll, they'll do a, and we've talked about this many times before on the show too, phased retirement. Well, they're, they'll, you know, drop a day. They'll go from five days a week to four yeah, or they'll yeah. go from five days a week to three. And, and this way they, they get used to the fact that they're going to have more time away at home or wherever they're going to do, whatever they're going to do with that extra time. So a phased retirement where you can, you can basically, like you said, practice uh, retirement. What are you going to do? Are you going to take up a hobby? Are you going to golf? Are you going to garden? Are you going to travel? You know, what, what do you, what's your hobby? What are, are you going to take up a hobby? Uh, so I have clients, they're woodworkers and they, they do all kinds of other things. So there's, there's, there, there's a, a way to do it. And yes, a phased retirement is one way to bring yourself in, you know, to that realization that yes, you're going to retire sooner than later. Uh, your your career is at, at its at its peak or at a, just about it at, at the end. So now it's the time to to decide how you're going to handle retirement and when you're going to pull that trigger. I was going to ask you too if you're if you would practice a retirement spending plan or budget. Uh, but do your uh, budgets that you create for your clients kind of mirror the pre-retirement budget they had? Yes. Yes, because mm -hmm. we're going to look at, you know, your obviously income is not going to be the same in retirement as it is while you're working. Uh, and I'm looking at 75 to 80% of your pre-retirement income in retirement. So once we put that in place, 
and and have the plan in hand, then you know what to you know what you can anticipate and what to expect when you do retire. Okay, this is what your income is going to be, and it's going to be bigger every year because, like I said, I I, I factor for inflation, so your income keeps growing as you as each year as you get older because things usually don't get cheaper, things get more expensive, and you want to have that income plus. You know, depending on what you're going to do, if you're going to be traveling, if, you know, I mean, my oldest daughter right now, she's in Italy. So, so she's been traveling and, and with her husband, you know, so she's not retired, but uh, she's, you know, if you were going to travel, if you're going to take a world tour, if you're going to take a big cruise. I had a client that recently, she, they took a, that's a couple, they took a, a three month cruise. Wow. So, you know, throughout the Mediterranean. That's so like that now question that we had last week. You know, right. the nine now month that, now the, the, right now that the cruise ships and cruise lines are back open and operating, yeah, again, you know, more and more people are starting to get back into the cruise, uh, you know, scenario, and they're enjoying it. So, so yes, you know, we gotta you you want to make sure that you're going to have that income to handle everything that you want to do in retirement. Uh, usually, it's the first three to five years that people are going to do a lot of traveling, and mm-hmm. then they kind of they kind of tapers off a little bit. But slowly, right? It also, it also depends on you know if you're going to stay in town or if you're going to be moving to another state. If you're going to, you know, if you're if you're in the Midwest and you're you're sick of the Midwest and you want to move somewhere warmer mm-hmm. like Houston, Texas, <laughs> which, <laughs> right? Which I recommend. Uh, you know, that's that would be you know something to think about. You know, I have a lot of clients. They move to Florida. They move to Tennessee. I have a couple of clients that just moved to Hilton Head in South Carolina. So, so they, they, Arizona, Nevada. So there's a lot of places that people are want to get away from the, the winter weather. They put up with it enough. I'm one of them. And uh, that's why I just, you know, I just bought a house in, in Willis. So uh, I'm, you know, I'm happy about it. And uh, I'm, I'm staying in Illinois. I'm staying in, in Texas. So I'll be going back and forth to take care of everybody. So not, not to worry but it depends on what you're going to do in retirement and want to make sure the income is going to be there to, to meet those needs. Marty's the fly jock back and forth, just like um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the guy on radio back in the 80s. He would fly every day, do a morning show in Dallas, in this case, not Houston, and fly to Chicago to do the afternoon radio show there every day. Every day, yeah. every day. I remember that? Wow! Me. How in the world he did that? Talk, yeah, no, I'm I'm not going to be going every day. No, you're not. Marty's forth. not doing this every day. But I'll be a week here, a week there, a week here, a week there. So I'm going back and forth. That's why he says two weeks out. But look, he will schedule with you eight 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 five one nine ninety ninety six and get those plans together. A limited opportunity at no cost, no obligation. Eight 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 five one nine. Nine zero nine six. Another quick break, Marty. But what's on the other side? Well, you'd probably be surprised to learn that inflation may or may not be the biggest threat to your retirement accounts. When we come back, we're going to break it all down. So stay tuned. We're back with Financial Safari. Consumer advocate Dave Perkins here with the author of the book Retirement Smart America. The well-traveled Marty Neville. But you know what? He's right here at home with you and getting you planned for your retirement. Speaking of traveling, you know, we say this. Marty is licensed in multiple states. Reason? When his clients who developed that relationship he described earlier on the show with him. Now, some are, call him when they have questions. Well, when they, if they move, they don't want to 
not continue with Marty. They want to continue that retirement relationship and partnership. So he just picks up a license in the state where they are. That's called yeah. service there from Marty Neville. 19 states and counting. 19 and counting. We're looking at inflation, and we're also going to look at what is used to combat inflation. Now, we're dealing with high inflation now. And, of course, we're also dealing with what to combat inflation, what's really the only tool, I may be wrong, at the disposal of the Fed, and that's raising interest rates. But um, what effect they could both have on your retirement planning? And to start out this segment, Marty, before we jump right in, what has the worst effect? I mean, is one a short-term and one a long-term effect? Well, interest rates, you know, can have an impact on a retirement, it depends on the situation. Uh, it depends on if you have a mortgage, if you're refinancing it, uh, if you're if you're you know moving and buying a new house and going to mortgage that. Uh, you know, for example, the house I just bought, you know, there's a mortgage on it, so I'm dealing with, you know, interest rate issues, uh, and I'm 66, so yes, I'm dealing with interest rate issues. But uh, I, I don't have any credit card debt, so that's not an issue with mm-hmm. me. Uh, you know, the credit card with interest rates, the credit card interest rate goes up when interest rates go up. Uh, inflation, I think, is more of an issue in a lot of cases because you feel it every time you go to the grocery store. You feel it. You're, you, you, every time you buy food, uh, every time you fill up your tank, you you obviously know that two years ago the price of gas was under two dollars a gallon, mm-hmm. you know, and now it's in the fours and in some cases the fives. Uh, and if you're buying premium for your for one of your cars or a, your car, you know you're paying you know five and a half six dollars a gallon for that premium now. Uh, so and even diesel fuel is still yeah. high. Uh, so, you know, so it, go to a restaurant, they're adding surcharges because everything gets, let's face it, everything we buy, whether it's furniture or food at the grocery store or even your gasoline is delivered by a truck. Well, because the the cost of diesel fuel is so high, uh, you know, it's tripled, more than tripled in the past couple of years. Uh, some of these places are charging surcharges. I know FedEx did that. UPS was doing that. Uh, restaurants are, are adding a surcharge. I know I just saw an 18% surcharge on a, on a restaurant bill that I recently went to. So that's all inflationary. And so that's that's biting into your buying power, and that's costing you more. So, yes. And it's saving, a, it's, diminishing savings potentially. Exactly. So it's going to have it's going to have an impact on your retirement savings because it's going to cost you more to do the things you want. If you you know taking a trip, they're adding surcharges on the trip because of the cost of jet fuel. So, uh, you know, just traveling is costing more. Hotels are costing more because, again, everything is everything. Is, it, it, the end user, you and I <laughs> end up paying. I know. For, I feel like uh, Harry Truman. The buck stops here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Everybody's well, passing the buck. The, they pay, they keep passing the buck to yeah. us as, as the as the end user and the consumer. So yes, it's about diminishing your buying power, and, and so it's going to cost you more to do whatever you want to do. So yes, uh, I think inflation is more of a problem than interest rates, but they they can be equally because now we're looking at you know five six percent for mortgage interest rates. We're looking at twenty to thirty five percent interest on credit card uh, oh, debt. Man. 
uh, auto loans are seven and eight percent. So yes, it's it has an it's having an impact, and it's costing more. So yes, it's going to diminish your buying power and diminish your your actual savings because you're going to have to spend more for the same things you want to do before. Looking at inflation and again, what's used to do. Bring it down, uh, and that's raising interest rates, and that's with Marty Neville. Of course, Marty is having this conversation now with clients because even existing clients or new clients, he's looking at the now, and he has to look to the future as well. Uh, That's why these plans are living and breathing. The first step in getting your plan is setting up that initial consultation with Marty, and he's available at 888-519-9096, 888 519-9096. It's kind of a discussion on inflation and and a, a forecast, at least, and a look at interest rates, too. With Federal Reserve Bank of New York President John Williams, he was talking to the Wall Street Journal, outlining what he believes needs to happen to get interest rates down. We do need to get real interest rates. That's the interest rate adjusted for inflation above zero. Uh, we need to have a you know, somewhat restrictive policy to slow demand. And we're not there yet. Um, so if you think about next year, if inflation is say, somewhere between 25 and 3%, a lot lower than now, but that's uh, kind of a forecast that I think is reasonable, you're thinking about having interest rates uh, that are uh, you know, well above that because it's the interest rate minus the inflation rate tells you what the real interest rate is. So we're still quite a ways from that. Well, I got to get into this one thing with you, Marty. Do you agree with his prediction about where inflation would be next year at this time? No, I completely disagree. I think inflation inflation's already 9 to 10%. Uh, and some, some economists think it's higher uh, and that some of the costs are being hidden in, in some of the statistics. So, yes, I think uh, that we're, we're in an inflationary time. And I think part of the problem is some of, the, some of these policies that have come out of Washington recently, you know, the Keystone Pipeline. The first thing he did when this guy got into office was, was kill the Keystone Pipeline. Well, what did that do? That immediately doubled the price of gasoline at the pump because we were, in, we were energy independent and now we're energy dependent. Now he's going into Saudi Arabia and begging them to increase production. So the whole thing, everything he's done, uh, this, this guy, uh, this president, I don't even like to use the term, but we won't go into politics, but everything that he's done has been anti anti. American. So it's been against the American people where it's caused all these pressures, all these problems. We didn't have inflationary problems, you know, two years ago. Uh, we didn't have high interest rates. We we were, the, I remember when the price of a barrel of, of oil was zero. Remember, it was negative for a short yeah. time, Dave. So <laughs> Well, what I'm hoping as we close this segment is that um, inflation will come down. Maybe not at the as soon as what Mr. Williams predicted, but uh, at some point. And then what we have built in and what you've helped people build in to hedge against inflation, they'll be in all the more better position. Right. Uh, well, when I put together the plans, Dave, and we've talked about this at nauseum many, many times, you know, I built in inflation in the income. I factored for, you know, what's going to be the, the growth of your income uh, in addition to, you know, meet all of your expenses. 
taxes. We, we, we talk them and we countermand what your taxes are going to be. Cause let's face it, you know, you're going to have an income, your everything, all of your income is going to be taxable from your social security benefits to your distributions from your IRAs. If you have a pension, it's taxable, uh, rental income, div- interest in dividends, everything is taxable. Usually on the federal sides, most states don't charge income tax, uh, on, on retirement income. So that it's just federal tax that it's taxable, but the bottom line is it's taxable. So it has to be taken into account when we put these plans together. Marty will sit down with you and, and look, here's a, uh, if you could just give a, an extremely quick overview of what happens when someone schedules with you. Well, we do an initial consultation, sometimes on the phone, uh, sometimes in the, in the office in person. And basically, the first, uh, the first meeting is informational. We get to know each other a little bit. We get to understand each other a little bit. Uh, I understand what your goals and objectives are. I get information from you. Uh, I go back to the office and we, the staff and I, we put together these plans for you, uh, whether it's the guaranteed lifetime income plan or the uh, social security maximization report. And then we schedule a meeting for about a week later, maybe two weeks later, we meet again and I'll have the reports and I'll have some, uh, some recommendations and suggestions at that point on what, uh, what I recommend to do as far as implementing the plan is concerned. And we'll go through the plans And then if you decide you want to do something, if you want to do a financial plan, if you want to do an estate plan or a tax plan, uh, we we move forward from there and we we do the preparation. So it's usually uh, two, sometimes three, sometimes four meetings uh, to to uh, from inception to implementing the plan. Uh, It's it could be, you know, three or four weeks, five weeks going down the road. So. Uh, it's, it's not a, you know, one and done. And then once we do implement the plan, I'm there to answer your questions and help you deal with it and turn on the income when is appropriate. But in the meantime, we got to start the plan and start in advance. So give me a call. My number is 888-519-9096. So we can start the process. Again, I'm about two weeks out. So it'll take, you know, sometimes I have a cancellation so I could fit you in. But uh, we're about two weeks out right now, so give me a call so we can get you on the schedule and and start the process, start the planning, 888-519-9096. Everybody I meet with, whether it's on the phone initially or even finally at the office, gets a copy of my book, Retirement Smart America. And Marty, you have some uh, some questions to answer. Yes, I do. After the break, we're going to answer a bunch of questions we get from listeners every single week. So don't go away. Stay tuned. Safari, we're back at it. Time for Marty Neville of Smart Money Solutions to answer listener questions. Uh, we've been closing this show out for what three years now? How long have we been doing this? I almost four. Wow, that's, that's man, what a ride it's I, been. I think I've known you too long, Dave. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I well, that's a good thing. That's a good thing, yeah. though. No, but yeah, we good. have. We we really have been doing this show a long time. Pre-COVID, we started doing this show. Absolutely. We've had a lot of questions come in over the years, but let's start out with one from Glenn. He's saying this, I had 225000 in my 401k, and then I rolled over 125000 to an annuity at 7%, and I wanted income. Well, I just turned 65, and I do want to retire in six months, but I don't know what to do with that other $100,000. What should I do, and should I hire a financial advisor to help me? 
no, you should hire a retirement advisor to help Thank you. Thank you. That's right. Because <laughs> if you're going to retire in six months, you're going to need some retirement assistance. Uh, you know, you, if you're 65, you know, Medicare, Medicare Part B, your supplement, Social Security potentially. So, uh, you know, and you said you, you put it into an annuity at 7%. Uh, was it a fixed annuity or a fixed index or was it a variable annuity? Mm -hmm. So that, that is, you know, my question is what kind of annuity did you buy or did you get sold? And, uh, you know, are there any fees associated with it? If it's a, if there's fees associated with it, it's a variable annuity because there are no fees with fixed and fixed indexed annuities. So uh, it really, you know, should that question I'd like to be answered because that other other hundred thousand dollars I would recommend and suggest and not this is you know I'm saying this off the cuff I don't know you we haven't met uh, but I would say that other hundred thousand should be in a fixed indexed annuity there's again there's no fees uh, it's safe it's secure there's going to be a guaranteed minimum interest that you're going to be earning so uh, I would say that would might be the route you want to take to preserve it because you're going to be living off of that money the rest of your life that's not money you're going to want to risk uh, in the market or uh, or put in the bank the bank isn't going to pay you much of anything uh, so I would definitely uh, like to sit down with you and go through your specific situation and see what would be appropriate uh, for where to put that other hundred and to see where you have that first 125. So uh, give me a call so we can we can get together and, and discuss your uh, your specific uh, situation and talk more in, in detail. Marty's available at 888-519-9096, 888-519-9096. Joyce uh, says, I'm 62 and recently retired. She says, I've been considering taking Social Security as soon as possible. But the question I have is, before I do it, should I take it now or should I wait? Well, you're 62, so you're eligible. It is a very a strictly reduced benefit, so it's a severely reduced benefit from your full retirement age. Uh, my question is, do you need the income? Uh, are you going to need that income? What other sources of income? Do you have a pension? It doesn't say, do you have interest and dividend income? Do you have, you know, other income? Uh, do you have rental income, 401k income? So it, you, you, it's it's difficult to say. I usually recommend, now uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here <laughs> and say my usual recommendation is to wait until your full retirement age because you're recently retired, you're 62, so you're pretty young. Uh, you may decide you want to work. You may want to part, work part-time. You may want to work three, four days a week. You might want to stay busy. So you may go back to work. If you go back to work and you take your Social Security early, keep this in mind. Social Security is going to be affected by the amount you earn at a job. So that's why I usually recommend waiting until your full retirement age, which sounds like it's uh, 67. But yeah, I would be, definitely... Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I was just kind of doing math in my head. If she certainly was born, it would be 67. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, so I interrupted in you. Case, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's okay. But she's, she's, yeah, her she was probably born in 60 or 61 if she's 62 mm -hmm. now. So, uh, yeah, so she would be, you would be, your full retirement age would be 67 years old. Uh, so I would definitely recommend waiting 
if you can, again, it depends on what other income you have, what other sources of income you have. And again, it's worth sitting down and having a discussion uh, and, and putting together the reports and the plans uh, to decide which might be the best way to go. That would be my, my inclination would be well, put together these plans and these reports to see if, if taking your social security is going to be the, the best route for you to take. And you have to also think about, are you going to go back to work and work at all, or are you going to stay retired? And I tell you, Joyce, so, so good that you asked this question before making this decision, decision, because Marty, part of that consultation he offers on this show is that running that social security maximization report. So you can schedule with Marty at 888-519-9096. It's 888 888- Five one nine ninety ninety six. Jeff says, I'm retiring at age 63 and planning to live on savings until I hit full retirement age, then dip into Social Security. So they're going to claim that apparently at that point. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to decide if I should keep some money in my existing company 401k and invest the rest in an indexed annuity. Should I invest everything in an indexed annuity? Or is there another investment option I should consider? Well, I'm assuming you're talking about, you said you're going to keep some money in the existing 401k and the rest in an index annuity. You didn't specify how much some is. You just said you're going to keep some money in the existing 401k. Uh, are, are, so how are you going to, be, what are you going to live on? <laughs> That's right. just like, uh, just like with Joyce, you know, what's your income going to be? Uh, you're going to live on your savings until your full retirement age, which is 67 and then dip into start your social security benefit. Okay, that's all well and good. Uh, what are you going to live on until then? Uh, are you going to need that retirement income? Do you have other income? Do you have a pension? Do you have retirement income? Do you have uh, a rental income? So what are your other sources of income that you're going to have? As far as keeping your money in the existing company 401k, I'm usually not a fan of that because you're limited. You're in the market. We're, we're in a very volatile period right now. So I usually recommend, I think, an indexed annuity. Again, I don't know your specific situation, but uh, I do recommend indexed annuities quite a bit because they are safe. They're secure. They're guaranteed. They're insured. They provide lifetime income. They have guaranteed minimum interest payments. So there's, so there's a lot of pros to having a fixed indexed annuity. Uh, but again, I'd rather sit down with you and discuss it. But I would say that you should take your money out of the 401k, roll it all into an indexed annuity, and and then you can definitely generate an income guaranteed for life from there. So uh, I do have a lot of questions for you, uh, but at the same time, I can I can make a recommendation based on this the tenor of the question. Uh, You my suggestion would be definitely consider the indexed annuity, but. You know, talk to me or talk to a retirement advisor to find out which is the right one, which is the appropriate one, because there's a million of them out there and you don't want to go with a variable and you don't want to get yourself put into an annuity that's that's not appropriate for you. So there's there's you got to have the right person handling that for you. So I would definitely uh, hopefully you'd give me a call. Well, and um, 888-519-9096, and you said there's a million of them out there. There, This kind of ties in also with Cora's question in a way. She is a little bit frustrated here. 
She said, I'm getting mailers. Apparently, she's nearing age 65. I'm getting mailers bombarded with TV ads. Uh, I think even some phone uh, traffic on Medicare. And yeah. she doesn't She doesn't know what to do. I mean, she says she's kind of overwhelmed by it. I'm not kind of really overwhelmed by it. It is. I, 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 I sympathize because I yeah. know. I mean, I see those commercials on TV. <clears throat> I get those phone calls. I get the stuff in the mail every day. You know, I'm 66, and I still get those phone calls. You know, I should switch to this plan. I should take that plan. Uh, I would. I recommend. I always recommend. I have a, a superb, uh, a guy who deals with health insurance. Uh, that's not my area of expertise. I'll be the first to admit it. I have a superb guy. Uh, he set me up with an, an amazing plan. Uh, it's a Part G plan with with Mutual of Omaha as my supplement. I have obviously Part A. Medicare Part A and B, uh, and and I'm covered. Like I told said earlier in the show, I had that stress test, and it cost me only twenty nine dollars for the stress test. Okay. So having having the right plan in place that's going to cover prescription medications, that's going to cover uh, in in office visits, that's going to cover ma- any major medical or any hospitalization, God forbid. Uh, so yes, uh, I would definitely suggest. Uh, if you could find a, a, a qualified uh, health insurance guy in your area, some expert in your area of health insurance, and I might be able to help with that. Uh, but uh, yes, I would definitely go with somebody who's really well versed in health insurance to help you navigate these these murky waters and these commercials mm. and all this Golly, stuff we're bombarded with on a daily Ooh, basis. I know for Medicare. Yeah, I mean it's like because well, let's be else. honest. I mean. The baby boom generation, we're all getting at the same age at the same time. Yeah. And we're all turning, you know, in our 60s now. And, you know, this it's it's prime, you know, fishing grounds, mm-hmm. you know, for these companies that are trying to sell all these different plans. And who knows? I don't even know. I, I, I see these commercials. I don't know if it's a good plan or not. You know, you've got all these plans with all these different companies and I can't figure out which one is the best one or which one is the worst. I don't know whether to go with Joe Namath or JJ. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because they're, they're both out there saying theirs is the best. Yeah. uh, But, but I I don't know. So it's really important to, to get yourself hooked up with an expert in the field that can really help you, uh, you know, decide which is the best route to go, which is the best plan you know, is it is it Blue Cross Blue Shield? Is it Mutual of Omaha? Is it Guggenheim? I don't know which company might be best for you and your specific needs. So you definitely should uh, find, and and it should be relatively easy to find somebody in your area that's that's a, a you know talk to coworkers, talk to neighbors, talk to friends. I'm sure you'll be able to find somebody, and, and I may be able to help with that. Well, Marty has partners, too, and uh, he, his area of expertise is really protection, safety, and income, building that in your retirement. But, yes, these are important components. So he has uh, partners that he works with who can help you with your Medicare questions as well. Here's that final opportunity to schedule with Marty, and it's at no cost, no obligation. Marty opens his schedule for you, limited but a, a comprehensive review where he will go over the best strategies for you with income, with 
you know, you have that discussion about Medicare with protection, all the protective components of retirement so that you can enjoy your retirement. 888-519-9096. Limited at no cost, no obligation. 888-519-9096. As Marty, as always, another fresh look at retirement planning as we get with you every week. We're back at it again next week. Absolutely. Well, I look forward to it, Dave. Have a great rest of the weekend and have a great week. And thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week. Hope you're with us on Financial Safari. Coach P. Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.